This is the day the Lord has made. Welcome again to 5-Minute Devotions. My name is Jeff Kester. Today we'll be continuing our walk through the book of 2 Corinthians, and I'll be reading chapter 8, verses 1 through 15. And as always, I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. Now I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, what God in His kindness has done through the churches in Macedonia. They are being tested by many troubles, and they are very poor. But they are also filled with abundant joy, which has overflowed in rich generosity. For I can testify that they gave not only what they could afford, but far more. And they did it in their own free will. They begged us again and again for the privilege of sharing the gift for believers in Jerusalem. They even did more than we had hoped. For the first action was to give themselves to the Lord and to us, just as God wanted them to do. So we have urged Titus, who encouraged your giving in the first place, to return to you and encourage you to finish the ministry of giving. Since you excel in so many ways, in your faith, your gifted speakers, your knowledge, your enthusiasm, and your love from us, I want you to excel also in this gracious act of giving. I'm not commanding you to do this, but I'm testing how genuine your love is by comparing it with the eagerness of the other churches. You know the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty he could make you rich. Here is my advice. It would be good for you to finish what you started a year ago. Last year you were the first who wanted to give, and you were the first to begin doing it. Now you should finish what you started. Let the eagerness you showed in the beginning be matched now by your giving. Give in proportion to what you have. Whatever you give is acceptable if you give it eagerly, and give according to what you have, not what you don't have. Of course, I don't mean your giving should make life easy for others and hard for yourselves. I only mean that there should be some equality. Right now you have plenty and can help those who are in need. Later, they will have plenty and can share with you when you need it. In this way, things will be equal. As the scriptures say, those who gathered a lot had nothing left over, and those who gathered only a little had enough. The topic of money and giving is such a hot-button topic, and I'm going to try and cover it in about four minutes, which is a very difficult thing to do. But if you're a student listening to this, it's something to think about for when you have a job and when you have a family. And if you're an adult listening today, this is something to think about definitely for now. So how you give according to this, these verses in 2 Corinthians is a personal decision. You know, so many churches say, well, you got to give 10%, you got to give this, you got to give that. No matter what it is, at the end of the day, it's how you personally give. It's your decision. It's your decision as an individual and your decision as a family. But I think so many churches talk about it, you know, money, 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 we got to talk about money, and everybody gets so turned off. Or you find at the other end of the spectrum where they don't talk about it at all until they're in a financial crisis and about to lay off the pastor. You know, there's got to be some kind of in-between as a C church that we talk about um, money and finances on a regular basis. And I think that those congregations and those pastors and those uh, places that do talk about money on a regular basis are finding ways to make ends meet. You know, I, I've had numerous conversations with finances about people in recent years. And so many people, you know, they'll go, you know, I, I'm well off. I have a great house. I've got a couple cars. And, you know, at the end of the day, when all those things are paid, then I look at my bank account and whatever's left over, I take 10% of that and give to God. But I don't understand why God's blessing me, why he's not blessing me. I don't understand. I, I give, I give what I can. 
You know, the Bible also says to give of your first fruits. That means to give the best. And, and that's what, you know, sacrifices were back in the day. You you gave your best lamb to be sacrificed. You gave the best cow to be sacrificed, the best birds, whatever you had to be sacrificed at that time, you gave the best. You didn't give the leftovers of the leftovers. Because when you give more, it's amazing how God does really, truly bless you. You know, uh, getting into some personal stuff, my wife and I, uh, since we've been married, have really been focused on giving, and we've made it a priority in our lives to give on a regular basis. We give every week to church. We do it through online giving, which a lot of people are, you know, here nor there about, you know, it's impersonal. You don't get to put your money exactly in the plate every week. But we do know that when we're even on vacation, money is taken out of our account. You know, how many of us go away on vacation for two, three weeks at a time, and we don't make up that tithe. We don't make up that offering. And just kind of, oh, yeah, I'll put a double in next week. And you, you know, you, we never do. You know, that's just being honest with ourselves. How many of us actually do that? We don't. So the fact of online giving is it's something that's continuously done. And, you know, we have never, ever wondered where our next meal was coming from. I was doing a devotion with my wife that. We touched on this conversation. It's supposed to be a five-minute devotion, but it it goes through like 30 minutes. This was a 30-minute discussion with the two of us, and we realized, you know, there was only like one weekend in all of our marriage that we wondered where, you know, where the money was going to come from, even though we were tithing. And that's amazing for us to think about. Like, we really don't have a huge need. We, you know, we budget things well, and, and we figure out that, okay, we can give this much. And at the end of the day, that's how much we can afford to give. And because we're generous, because we're, when people ask us to donate to you know, mission trips or uh, a run or an organization, whatever it might be, we feel like God's going to bless that, like God's going to use that money. And like I said, we, we're not swimming in money like Scrooge McDuck you know, does a pile of coins, but we, we do make ends meet. We are happy. We live a great life and we feel good about what we do. So I encourage you that whatever your giving choices are, or if your student will be, that you make that with your spouse, that you make that as a family. And you decide how you're going to give because it is a big part of your life. And like it says in Second Corinthians, it's a personal decision that you need to make and you need to decide. But I encourage you, if you do give generously, that you will be blessed by that. I'm not saying, again, that you're going to win the lottery or get a big house because you gave. What I am saying is that you probably won't wonder where your next meal is going to come from. God is going to bless you. God is going to do great things through you because of that. Because when you give a lot, when you give generously, you know, that's when God is truly blessed and he can in turn bless you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for blessing us with all that you have. We thank you so much that we don't have to worry about where our next meal is going to come from. But God, as we continue to live this life, we ask that you would put on our hearts to give generously to those in need and to our local church and local congregations and local organizations. God, I pray that you would use those finances to the betterment of your kingdom and, and God, that we as a church would commit to giving generously to those around us. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Remember your love, child of God, and how are you going to echo Christ today? We'll see you tomorrow.